Attention all business owners. Are you tired of managing your finances and taxes on your own? Let the experts at 1-800-TAX-MASTERS help. Our team of experienced professionals offers a range of services to help you keep your finances in order, from personal and business tax returns to monthly accounting, quarterly, and annual tax planning, and virtual controller and CFO services. With our virtual services, you can get the support you need without ever having to leave your office. Don't let taxes and finances stress you out any longer. Visit www.1800taxmasters.com today and let us handle the numbers so you can focus on growing your business. And welcome to another episode of Stuck in My Mind. I am your host, W-I-Z-E. I have a very special guest. She's a brand messaging activator, a business coach, and a fellow podcaster. Welcome to the show. Joanne Ingram. Hey, wise. So good to be here. Oh, I'm ready to have this conversation. Let's let's go. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. So, what is a brand messaging activator? Fantastic question. Right. Well, in my world, I work with entre- entrepreneurs, experts, coaches, and we're in the world of online business. Now, if anybody experienced the pandemic. Yeah, that's everybody. You're going to know that we've all moved online. And this industry, online business, coaching, education, training has flourished. You know, so many, well, globally, but particularly Americans have exited the traditional workplace and are selling themselves up as entrepreneurs and being their own boss, which is fantastic. So cool. And I did similar. So I was in the world of advertising for nearly 20 years worked for leading London advertising and media agencies. And I got laid off at the start of the pandemic as so many people experienced and decided, you know what, it's time to be my own boss. I'm gonna use all of this goodness and marketing experience, but to help heart-centered entrepreneurs and coaches who are trying to make change in the world, to impact things for the best. And messaging, brand messaging is so fundamental. I mean, anyone that sees any commercials on TV understands how important advertising is for selling stuff. But if you're an, a solopreneur, you have to sell yourself. You have to market your services, get yourself out there. And whatever it is you do, whatever you do, whether that's podcasting or being um, on Instagram or TikToking or you name it, whatever you do, If you don't understand what your message is and you don't get your messaging activated, expressed, aligned and visible for others to see, well, you're not going to have a business. So I'm in the business of helping people to make that transition, to elevate their messaging, to kind of come home to themselves and be really authentic because that's what connects people. And you have to connect if you want to sell and you have to sell if you want to impact. So that's what a brand messaging activator does. Okay. So how can how can someone differentiate themselves from the comp the competition in, in whatever niche they decide to go into? Okay, good question. Because you have to differentiate yourself. You have to stand out from the crowd, and there's a lot of sameness going on in the online world at the moment. Now, I believe that really what you have to do is come home to yourself in order to differentiate. Too many people look externally and they're like, oh, what can I do to be different? I know I'll look at other people, you know, that comparisonitis thing or even copy some big idol within their niche and be like, well, if that's what works, I'll do more of that. But the truth is what really resonates is being authentic. And we are all unique. We're all so uniquely brilliant. And most people don't even realize how brilliant they are. But once you get the opportunity to to really see yourself, how others can see you at your elevated, most brilliant state, it's just about expressing that. And then you're going to resonate with people. And that's that's what makes people stand out. And and that's why I, I love doing my podcast, because I get to be myself. And people actually 
recognize that you're being yourself when they're checking you on your podcast and and I have a great time. For me, it was and I'm I don't I've I started because I got furloughed from my job at the beginning of the pandemic and I was home. I had I had the equipment at home. I was like, finally I need I didn't have any more excuses for not pressing record. So when I started, like this big weight was lifted off of me and I found what I love to do. I, I didn't know what I was passionate about. I was 44 years old, didn't have a clue of what what was my purpose. And when I was able to get behind the mic and do this, I was like, okay, I, I can do this. I love this. This is this is something different. This is me stepping out of my comfort zone and finally doing something I had said I wanted to do and just made excuses to not do it. I love how you said that because you've actually hit on a really, really important element of authentic brand messaging, which is the joyful and sustainable part of it. Because if you're not doing something that you absolutely love, then you're not going to stay the course. You're not going to be consistent. But when you're really yourself and you're just showing up in your own uniqueness and just feeling at ease with it and having the courage to step outside your comfort zone without the pretense of being someone else, then it's becoming joyful and then it becomes sustainable. And now you're going to stay the course and you're going to keep building it. I mean, your podcast is really moving up the ranks and you've got so many episodes and so much going on and it's exponential because you start building it. And I know from experience in my own business and working with clients, that when you're doing something that isn't aligned, isn't you, it's really hard to keep that growth and you end up burning out. And But actually, it by me finding my purpose has also opened my open opportunities for other things for me to like, this is, this is something else I might want to do. I'm getting into coaching. It's something I've always thought about. Um, again, it, I didn't have the confidence level that I have now because I do my podcast. I know how many people watch my, listen, watch. And so if I know I have that many downloads and people are listening to me, why can't I do it in front of an audience? Why can't I go out there and coach and, and speak on something that I love to talk about, which is podcasting and also entrepreneurship, developing yourself and wanting to grow as a person instead of being stagnant and being at a job that you're there because you have to pay the bills, but you don't love you. You dread waking up in the morning, going there. Like for me, it's, I, yeah, I still work my nine to five was well, more like 4 a.m. to 12 p.m. So it still <laughs> gives me the afternoon to do my podcast and to do episodes. So I still have my nine to five while I grow my brand and grow my business and, and still have time to really enjoy what I'm doing, to be able to grow and develop what I'm, what I'm doing as a podcaster. Yeah, I love that. I'm a big fan of the universe and the idea of, you know, the higher power, just being something that we can all access. And one of the things that, I really subscribe to is this idea of breadcrumbs. It's like if you do something you're really passionate about, something that brings you joy, it puts down a little breadcrumb. You don't know the way it's going to unfold. You just keep following the breadcrumbs and the universe will just keep giving. If you just keep showing up, giving joy, having a purpose, spreading a message, doing good, giving value and enjoying it, then, then it, things will keep unfolding in the most unexpected beautiful ways oh no it's it's amazing i had already i just the last few days i've been really focusing about really launching my coaching career and and speaking and all that and i started speaking to a coach and i had an episode that i had um scheduled with this uh young lady and she's a she's a fellow podcaster and when i saw her we were part of an uh, uh, international podcast day event and she had a show and it was her first time really being in, in front of a camera because she, she was strictly audio, but whatever she, she was talking, I can't really remember what the topic she was talking about, whatever she was talking about. I was, I was like, I need to have this. I need to have her on my show. 
And so I got her on the show, which was yesterday. And and we had, and she had sent me some topics that she wanted to discuss. And I don't structure my my podcast. It's just we come on, we have we talk a little bit about what you're doing and everything, but we just have a, a conversation. Yeah. And I'm like, and I'm thinking to myself, yeah, um, I might touch on that topic, but everything else, we'll see where we go. <laughs> and we just had started talking and I talked about my transition from going from audio to video and now going live. And she goes, Oh, I commend you for going on video, for going to video, but I can't, I just can't do that right now. And I go, why not? And she goes, uh, cause I need to be start starting thinking, uh, cause I need it to be perfect. I'm like, yeah, that's not going to happen. You're waiting for something that's not going to happen. Perfection is not going to happen. You need to jump into it, fail, make some mistakes, learn and grow. And then it's, it's start. you're never going to see perfect. Cause there's always something that's going to happen. You, mm. Things happen. So but true. how how are you gonna really learn anything if you're not attempting it? How how do you know if you're gonna fail or or succeed at it if you're not attempting to do the work? So she she kind of like it turned into a, basically turned into a coaching session between me and her, and it, it turned out to be one of my favorite episodes because I was able to help her and and get her encourage her to transition a video because now it's also extra content for yourself hmm. but of course you got a massive burst of confidence yes and another and it, sign that this is meant for you that yes. you can create that transformation in others and that's yes and that's what happened she got <laughs> yeah. the coaching that she needed to help give her the push but it also gave me the confidence mm. to show me that i can do it i can do the coaching and, and, and and it happened just, it, it. I was like, and we both agreed, this well, this episode is meant to happen. Mm, and we so talked. It's spontaneous. It, it's, it, these are the episodes. This is why I've been getting some amazing guests like, lately. Um, Earlier th this summer, I actually got to interview Bob Doyle. Wow. And I'm, I'm a big, I'm a big secret fan. I, I've seen the secret. <laughs> I, I, I watch, I was watching his shows and all that. And he uses these, uh, this company. And they reached out, like, hey, Bob Doyle would like to be a guest on your podcast to, to promote what he's he's doing now. I'm like, oh, heck yeah. <laughs> like, this to me is like, oh, man, this is someone I follow and someone I admire and, and, and seen his work, wanting to be on my show. I was like, all right, this is, this is, this is what you, this is what you just dream of and enjoy so much. It's like the little rewards that come your way for just keep showing up. Then magic happens. You're like, I couldn't have planned that. There's no way that I would have ever expected it. And yet it was just gifted. It was meant to be. Yeah. So I've been blessed to have some amazing guests. I've had, I, I, I actually had Alex Sanfilippo on in September. Very cool. Oh, he's, he's awesome. Um, He's actually for the content creators. He's 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 developed he's the for people out there, he's the uh, creative pod match. This that's where me and you linked up at. And I actually got to meet Alex when I went to Podfest for the first time this year. So again, I'm attracting I'm attracting the right people and I'm getting to network with the correct people in the industry. And that the only reason that is happening is because I'm putting in the work. But I'm also going in with with an open mind that I don't know anything, and I need to absorb whatever people are, are willing to share with me out there. Yeah, I really resonate with what you're saying because very sort of similar unfolding happened in my business because you know, like you, went through that tricky time at the start of the pandemic and thought, well, you know, I've always wanted to be a coach, but um, at the time, I just come out of. Uh, Unleash the Power Within with Tony Robbins. He came to London in 2019 and me and my husband walked over fire next to him. It was all super cool. We were like, <laughs> right, we're changing our lives. It's going to happen. Um, but then when the pandemic hit, I was like, right, well, this is cool. This is the sign. I'm not sad. I'm not going to wallow. I'm, you know, sure, I'm feeling anxious that my salary isn't going to come in every month, but I would never have taken that leap without the kick that the universe gave me. So it was a blessing thought that I would do something like parenting coaching and 
Anyway, threw myself into it, just took action and very quickly found that whatever company I was in, I was doing training and I was um, in different like accountability pods that I ended up as the person helping them with business and marketing, which was hardly surprising given my experience, except I had foolishly like thrown the baby out with the bathwater. In my mind, I was like, oh, I don't really want to do that corporate stuff anymore. Forgetting that I've been trained for nearly two decades is something that and can actually give tremendous value and help. And so things just started unfolding in a similar way as you described, where I would end up helping someone and then I didn't take any payment. I was like, oh no, I, I couldn't be paid for this until they were like, look, just give me your PayPal details. I have to pay you for this session. And it just kept, things just kept happening. And I was able to step into it full time and within a, a short period of time, well, after I burned out because I'd come out of corporate and I was like, right, I'm going to ace this, this coaching thing, not going with the flow at all, pushing, striving, efforting, went into full on burnout in about six to eight months where I just couldn't anymore and just thought, whoa, I've got to reassess all of this. And that's when I really allowed the sort of spirituality side to come through because I trained as a pranic healer. And I was a breath, I am a breathwork facilitator and really a lifelong student of the law of attraction. I love the secret, all the things you described. And yet it wasn't part of my business. You know, I was over here coaching on accountability, productivity, CEO mindset, and so on. But really, my interests were much more kind of flowy. And after the burnout, I just realized that if I was going to have a sustainable business, I wanted to bring all of who I am into my business, which is where the messaging piece really became so clear for me. I was like, actually, it's all about your messaging. What is it you're saying about what you do? Why should someone work with you? What are their problems? How are you going to call to them? How are you going to ensure that the clients that come to you are not victim mindset clients, but elevated clients who want change, who are going to take action, and you're going to get this amazing synergy between you and who you work with. And I started looking more and more into that and it developed for myself and then it developed for a few clients that, again, like you described, come to you through almost magic. They kind of just, they're friends, they're friends of friends and you start helping and you're like, ah, I'm, I'm testing my theory and I'm getting a big universal yes, 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 keep going in that direction. So um, I, I love what you're doing and I'm, I have absolutely no doubt the vibes I'm getting off of you is that you're going to make some real waves in the coaching industry and you're building your platform. It's very inspiring. Oh, thank you so much. No, and it's, but it, it's realizing what you really want to do and, and being able to face that fear that, Hey, maybe I won't succeed at it. So I, I don't want to try it. And and that's where a lot of people are stuck at, where they they get, and that's why I named stuck it stuck in my mind, and because I was trapped, it was I, I was hindering myself. I was I have it was all the years of programming of you need to get a job, work somewhere, do the nine to five, retire from there, and that's it. But there was no joy in that. There was no fun, and there, for me, it was like there's got to be more. Yeah, I mean, it's got to be fun, all the work you're doing. And like, even when I'm doing things that I don't really like doing, like some admin for my accountant or something like that, I'm like, yeah, but what I'm doing, what I'm creating is so motivating that it carries you through all of the tasks. And when you get to show up, like we are right now, connecting, you know, you get these tingles, these vibes, and you're like, this is so exciting. And you have conversations like this. It actually charges my battery for the rest of the evening. Yes. It, yeah, it really, really does. Go. These conversations really, there was one day I recorded three episodes and they were all three great conversations. And but by the time I got to the third person, you would have thought I would have been burnt out and tired. And after the episode, he was like, thank you. Go, <laughs> Why? He goes, because I know you recorded two prior episodes to this. And I feel like you still had the same energy you had for those shows. Because she, they were like, I could still feel the vibe and the energy. And I was like, well, because when you do what you love, when you what you love to do, you're not. A, it doesn't drain you. The energy yes. just flows through it, and you're like, 
oh man, this is why I get entrenched and you just lose track of time when you're doing stuff like this because it's love. You love what you're doing. Yeah. And it was interesting what you said about the conversation yesterday, the lady that didn't want to go on video. Yeah. Because I do believe that there's a lot to be said about alignment with how you show up and where you're kind of stretching out of your comfort zone. And when you're doing something that's really aligned, really natural for you, like podcasting, like you, I podcast, love it. It's just my favorite format. It's so easy and energizing. But when you're leaning into something like video, for a lot of people, it's deeply uncomfortable. It's like, do you push through? Do you just give yourself a kick and say, this is the number one you know, marketing format in the world right now, therefore I need to be on video? Or do you become a prolific writer and write articles or become a podcaster? I do think there's a lot of options open to us, but the it, keys to find the energy, right? No, it, it, there is. It's. I started in audio and then I had um, some coaches come on and they talked about and and I would use StreamYard, but I wouldn't record the video. I was just, mm. I would just record the audio on my roadcaster. And they go, um, so you don't use video? I'm like, oh no, not yet. I, I I actually did what the young lady did with me. Like, oh, I'm not ready. I want I want to get practice a little more and do. And they go, so you don't do video? <laughs> and I go, no. And, and then the third time, so you, you sure you don't do video? And I and I just said, yeah. I do record. And that was my first episode going, doing a, a recorded video and then uploading it and, and using it. And since then I was just recording video after video to the point where this was last September. And now this September, I was like, you know what? I think I want to start going live. And it's because I started doing a couple of, I started doing another show, which is live every day. And I do it Thursdays and Fridays. It helped me build my confidence for me to do live. And I, and I enjoyed the interaction with people watching. Yeah. Some people and all that comments. editing time that you're going to save as well. You don't have Thank to do you. any yeah. editing. That, that eventually, yes, that too. That is a big benefit knowing that I don't have to edit this because it's already out there. It's live. Yeah, and the listeners, of course, will just enjoy and relate to the imperfections that are in the show because as a podcaster, you become part of people's day-to-day -day lives or certainly weekly lives. It's just you're in your in the ears. I know my favorite podcasters. I just I love the imperfections, the way it becomes so natural. They're just having a chat. And I think these days that's becoming more desirable than the like hyper-polished, almost like brand professional ones that don't feel authentic and real. And that's why I don't really script script my show. There's yeah, there's questions I'm I'm asked to help get you to talk about what you love to do. Mm. And then we just we just end up going into a great conversation and just talking about I don't know, we just I just to me I don't I don't I think it's like you said, it's being authentic. It's being able to just be myself and just talk about whatever it's on our mind and and things that we feel that people might just just naturally come out, just be like, here, okay, here's a little mm. nugget you might you might take from this conversation. I didn't plan on talking about it, but it seems like this is the time to let it out. <laughs> and also, I love the idea of keeping things easy because after I just had that burnout, and I was like, how hard does building a business or to have a platform have to be? And I realized that at the time I was not scripting, but, you know, working a little hard on my podcast episodes, doing a lot of research and making notes. And I was feeling so tired by keeping consistent like that. So instead, because after, after I got in burnout, I started walking in the woods. I live next to these gorgeous English woods. And every day I'd spend a lot of time walking, walking, listening to podcasts, grounding, getting my feet on the ground, just sort of trying to get with the flow of nature and I realized that as I was doing that, ideas were coming through me. I was like channeling some of the best thoughts that I had about what I'd like to record on my podcast. So I just like grabbed my mobile phone and got the voicemail, voice app, whatever it is, up, voice notes, and just started talking literally into my phone like this, sounds of the birds crunching under feet. 
And I was like, that's an episode that I just channeled. It took me like 10 minutes, barely needed any editing, put it up and thinking to myself, this is a little bit messy. You know, I come out of a very professional career. Is this really acceptable? You know, can I get the sound quality a bit better? Uh, My uh, husband's a musician. He's like, (laughs) really, could you not use a better mic? And all this stuff going on. I thought, you know what, if this podcast is ever going to be sustainable, I've just got to do what I've got to do. And I started sharing those episodes. And incredibly, the sort of comments I get back from listeners were, oh, I love the sound of the birds in that episode. Oh, that made me so happy. I was like, oh, so this is a benefit. The people that are actually listening to me appreciate the fact that it's coming through me and it's it's an inspired idea that's coming. And it just had to had to happen as it had to happen. So um, yeah, it just goes to show sometimes. Oh no, I'm believe me, I'm I I I know the, like you said, the law of attraction and all the energy, and it's just being yourself, being able to come on and just relax and enjoy the conversation, the company that you have, and and the conversations that you have, and 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 hopefully people out there listening and they're like. Okay, yeah, I like what they were talking about. Maybe I would. I'll, I'm going to apply a little bit of this, or apply a little of that, and see how that works for me. Because, of course, not every episode is. Everyone's not going to resonate with every episode. They're going to like what they like, and they're not going to like what they, they don't like. Now that's that's life. That's how it is. But I just try to provide positive content, something that people can actually go and like. All right, yeah, I like that. I, I like that idea. I like doing what they're doing, or even if it's just inspiring them to do what to find out what they love to do. Yeah, it's a rich world out there. So many different humans, <laughs> and it's like you don't know what you don't know. And then suddenly you hear some something, and in this conversation, somebody can be listening right now, and a breadcrumb for them is just appearing. That first idea that, oh, well, if he can coach, maybe I can coach. And if she can do a podcast walking around the woods directly into her iPhone, I could do that. Or all the millions of other things that we couldn't even anticipate because we all just play a part in other people's creation process, often unknowingly. We all just show up and move around the energy through the field and other people are getting what they need and we're getting what we need. And as long as we all stay on that like vibration of acceptance and curiosity, we're going to yeah. find more to be excited about. Oh, definitely. You're definitely going to find more to be what you're going to attract more of what you want. You're going to attract more of that positive energy. You're going to attract the people into your life. Like I said, I started networking with some amazing people that have become really good friends and help push me to be a better podcaster business owner whatever but it's because you can see they're working hard you can see what they're successful at and you can always and they're more than willing to help by sharing some of the knowledge they have yeah that's absolutely true yeah i can echo that i mean some of the people i've met and i know on my own podcast sometimes you know you attract things because you're feeling confident, a little bit brave. I think one of the things about The Secret that a lot of people struggled with was that it didn't always talk about the action that we have to take in order to make things happen. And, you know, all the naysayers over the law of attraction are like, oh, yeah, well, what? I just write it on a vision board and then just sit back and wait for it to happen. And no, no you have to put some action to it. Yeah. Put some action into it. And yeah. I was at a big event in the UK last year with, um, you know, some big speakers and names on the stage. And uh, I just woke up. 5am, a little bit hungover, been like a a cocktail evening, socialising the night before. And I just woke up with this idea in my head. It was like, send DM the organiser and just ask him if he'll be on your podcast. And I just did. And he replied within minutes. I think he was in the gym, whereas I was nursing a paracetamol. But he was like, yeah, no problem. I will absolutely be there. And um, because of that, I got more confidence. I reached out to a big manifesting coach here in the UK and asked, would she be on my podcast? And since then, it keeps rolling forwards. So I'm like, you can just keep saying, hey, would you like to, to join me on my podcast? And to have that level of confidence to take that action 
hasn't been easy, but it's been so rewarding every single time. I mean, your story about, you know, interviewing such, you know, an eminent name within, well, certainly the manifesting world and self-development yeah. just opens so much opportunity to be bold, be brave and, and keep that ball rolling. Well, no, to me, it was like, I am actually having a conversation with Bob Doyle. To me, it was like, this is, yeah, this is why I do it. To be able to have the opportunity to speak someone, to speak to someone at his, at his expertise level and, and, and the stuff, and especially the, what he was teaching was, um, brain rewiring mm. basically reprogramming your brain and all that and again it, it takes work <laughs> yeah it takes work I like the way you said that because you know there's nothing that's worth having that we we don't have to show up for and it's like the law of attraction absolutely works but you have to play your part you have to you have to show up for it you have to be ready for it and Oftentimes, that's just about vibrating on the right frequency. And showing yeah. up for it means taking care of your body, taking care of your mind, taking care of your soul, doing the exercise, eating the good food, mixing with the people that inspire you, speaking good things, and you know, being that sort of all-round energetic human that everybody wants to be. But what we don't realize is it's not always doing the hard work in the job. It's doing the energetic work that allows everything else to become easier. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, it makes per perfect sense. Mm. It makes it makes plenty of sense to me. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, so, so you start you, you start your podcast. You get to, you get the confidence to, to get these guests on your show. How has that really? How do you, how do, how can someone use a podcast to help grow their business? Like, yeah, well, look, a lot of people are familiar with the term know, like, and trust. In the coaching world, as in business, you have to have people get to know you, they have to get to like you, but to part with their money to really want to work with you as a human in their space for time to get a result that is very, very dear to them. It's a transformation they've probably wanted for a long time. They have to really trust you. And when I launched Goals with Soul, I think that's my podcast. I was thinking that really it's, it's about audience growth. But truthfully, podcasting, unless you're, you know, in the top, 0.1%, in which case the numbers can become enormous. Yeah. But podcasting isn't just about large numbers. There are probably larger numbers of people in other areas, get yourself onto YouTube, concentrate on TikTok or whatever. But what is really unique about podcasting is how intimate it is. You know, anyone listening right now is, is going to be listening half an hour into this conversation with yeah. our voices plugged into their ears and I know from, you know, I'm a big podcast fan. I listen to lots of different podcasts. And the people I listen to become people I really kind of look up to. They become yeah. little mini stars in my life, whether or not they're, they're truly famous or whether they're just famous to me. It kind of doesn't matter because they're influencing me. They've got something to say and I'm trusting it. I look at it as, as um, a form of mentorship. This is someone you're there listening to what they're providing, the content that they're providing. Cause I listen to all types of, I listen, I listen to certain podcasts because I know I'm going to learn something from that podcast. Like it's, it's something like, okay, all right. Yeah. That, that makes sense. This is why I listen to certain shows. So I, I'm, it's like those podcasts to me are, again, it's, it's like, it's like, people need mentorship you don't know everything so there there's there are people out there doing what you want to do so why not listen to them why not learn from them and they might not know that, that you're whatever but a lot of these people that you listen to to me that's mentorship that's, that's someone you're learning from mm, absolutely and you get to position yourself I mean, your question about how can it help grow your business, you get to position yourself as as an expert in your specific field. And 
one of the things I love about working specifically in the brand messaging space is once you get the clarity on that and you know and you can articulate who you are within the coaching or the expert or the consultant or whatever space that, that you're in, your niche, in your industry, you can create a podcast that's so well aligned with what you do, what you teach, how you serve, that people are already halfway there because once they're tuning in and they're enjoying your content and they're subscribing and they're listening, they're so much more likely to then consider you and as that person to take them on that next step, that transformation, and they'll start engaging with you and you're able to have regular conversations with them without even realizing, because of course you're, you're in their ears and, and in their head that they're, they're, they're in conversation with you. They're following along, they're nodding. I'm like, they're getting it. And, you know, I, I know that when I'm looking to employ, to work with a coach, which I, I always work with coaches, it's a massive part of, um, of my own development in business and in life. If they have a podcast, it's one of the first things I'll do. I'll go and tune in. I'm like, I'll get a real sense of who this person is and the sort of energy that they show up with, as well as as well as the topics they talk about. Is that the energy in their message that you know we get that vibe, whether you're going to resonate with them or not? Yeah, no, you, you absolutely do. You do. It's, again, it's it's the vibe and the energy, and when you when you put out the energy that you really truly want to put out. It's going to come back to you, and I and I truly do believe that. And I and I and the results are showing to me just by the people that I'm connecting with, just by everything that's going on, every all the positive things that are going on, and being blessed to, to have people ha- who actually appreciate what I'm doing, because that's one thing. A lot of podcasters that I've connected with have become really good friends. They, they're some of my biggest supporters. Yeah, and there's a big subculture of podcasters yes. these days, isn't there? Yes, it is. It, we, we push each other. We celebrate each other. It, it's really amazing mm-hmm. to have that opportunity to, to unite with so many like-minded people. Yeah, I think I need to get myself into some of these communities more. As you're talking, I'm like, why aren't I doing more of that? I think that's probably my next step. I'll have to have to tap up Alex and uh, get more involved. Sadly, I don't think I can fly over the pond and, and join you at the live events, not for a while, but uh, I think they, I can they, do it virtually. And they I do, think this, they have you know, virtual, they have yeah, virtual they events, do. yeah. They do, and what, you're watching breadcrumbs unfolding. I'm thinking, why aren't I doing that? Why is this getting so much value from it? And uh, if it's uh, working so, for you, then why pod, aren't I joining in, you know? Podfest was my first experience at a, a, podfest, a podcasting convention. And it was amazing. It was so amazing because I've learned so many different things. I've learned about how to use TikTok, how to use Instagram. Um, how can I turn my podcast into a writing a, into a book, or even writing my own story and just put my own story out there? And and it's just it was just like, oh, I need to do this. I, I, I I'm not doing this on my podcast. I need to apply that into my podcast. Ooh, that too. And that, and it was just like, it was just like so many amazing things. And just the energy again, people willing to share what they have inside of them. Like, yeah, I know this, this is my niche. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're in, you're in such a similar, here, here you go. Let's talk. Let's have to mm-hmm. sit down and have some coffee or it was just being able to actually meet people that, like I use this program called Reaper and it's a audio editing program. And I, I watch this YouTube channel Reapers um, for podcasters and I'm in podfest and I'm walking through one of the halls and I see this little booth and, and it's about Reaper. And I go and I go talk to the guy and he says, yeah, I have a, a YouTube channel called Reapers for podcasters. I'm like, I knew I recognized you. I'm like, <laughs> I like, I'm subscribed to your page. I pulled it up. I'm like, see, look, I, I watch a, I watch this episode, this episode, this episode, and it was like, wow, I'm actually someone I've seen on YouTube, like that I didn't know personally, that I didn't know them from from anywhere, and to actually meet him at Podfest, like, oh, oh this is someone. 
I'm actually subscribed to his page. <laughs> like little mini celebs IRL, right? Oh man, it was it was amazing. It was for me it was so much fun. Sounds really fun. Sounds like it's uh it's all unfolding and I love that that's possible for all of us. It's uh just something that when we step into it, we kind of take control of our own lives and trust and have faith and take action then that magic can unfold. And, you know, I love being part of that magic for other people. I love seeing that in my own life. And it's really real difference from being back in corporate and doing something I was really unhappy with for a really, really long time and being able to do something that's so much fun, but it's actually my job. It's actually my business. But you're helping people. Mm, That's what it is. When when you're helping people, when when you're serving people and you're not worried about it coming back and just you yes you 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 get paid for it but but you love to do it like if you could survive and not charge i'm sure like it would be to me that's what but i just i'm like yeah it's like if you won the lottery tomorrow if you won millions and millions and millions of dollars you're still going to wake up the next day and record your podcast right yes yeah absolutely (laughs) Oh, of course. I would like, oh, I get to do this full time now. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's because it's it's a sense of purpose. And that's what so many people are missing. I think I work with so many coaches who are, you know, their first year, two years in the in the industry. And the same thing that everybody says, it's getting that sense of purpose is an, a massive amount of energy. And I guess I'm, I'm incredibly blessed with the piece of the jigsaw, the little sliver that I specialize in, because oftentimes creating that messaging for someone is the first time it really drops in for them in its full expansion way where they're like, oh, that's what I do. That's how I help. That's my specific thing. That's my unique differentiator. I get it now. And I, I feel so much more confident to go out and talk about it and do video and show yeah. up, launch my podcast, because that sense of purpose has to be channeled into what is my purpose rather than I want to help, which it starts with, I want to help. I want to do something meaningful. And then it goes on that quest for what does meaning mean for me? And why would somebody else want to work with me or pay me in order for me to then make a business from my meaning? And all of that is messaging. And that is an incredibly exciting sort of piece of the full program that I get to play with with other people as well. Oh, I could imagine. I could definitely imagine. So like, one of the reasons that I enjoy going live is because I get to see real-time comments. I get to see people who actually leave comments, say hi, um, especially when they agree with something we said. Hey, Tony. I hey, see Tony, live yes. comments. Very cool. Oh, it's, I love this is what I love to why I go live. Then you get to see regular people. They, Tony and um, a Latina, she's, she shows up. They come by, they come and they help spread the message. They help share the podcast. And and that's one of the reasons I get to, I love to do it because also it gives them the opportunity to be a part of the podcast. So sometimes they have some good questions. Hey, how's, how's it going, Hawk TV? He says, yo. But yo. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Very cool. I love it, that. I love it going live. And you're inspiring me as well because I don't go live. I still record my podcast. Well, you heard I do it kind of scrappy. Or if I'm speaking to someone on the podcast, I'll do it on Zoom. It's, I, I need to upgrade. Love what you're doing here. And I love the fact that the guys are saying hi as well. It's, uh, it's a lovely mm-hmm. way of doing it. A real community spirit. Well, that's what's that's what people feel realize that's what you need to build as a community. I, I think I prefer a thousand loyal listeners um, than a hundred thousand that are, are just, yeah, not really listening to you. They're just downloading. They're not really listening to you, but you get those 1000 ones that are truly listening to you and you're spreading that message. Eventually it's going to grow. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's not, it's not the size of the audience as well. It's mm-hmm. the level of engagement yeah. and really, you know, how much, how much energy is moving between the person on the platform or the coach and the people who 
and kind of getting so much from that. And it's reciprocal as well. The energy just moves between. I love sort of how you put that. I agree. I mean, I, I know people that have made six figures in their coaching business from an audience of a thousand or less. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's not the size of what you do with it or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Hawk TV, he says, thank you for uh, wise for the, the fire content and shout out to today's guests. So awesome. shout out to you. Thanks, Hawk TV. <laughs> Thank yes, you. Uh, uh, Tony goes wise. You are nonstop and my respect for your tenacity and work ethic. Thank you. I appreciate that. I appreciate that, Tony, man. Um, it's 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 they they're the ones who inspire me. Yeah, yeah, totally. They're the ones who inspire me. It, it, to be able to come out and share them, share their message and and be able to have my guests come and share their message. To me, it's I get it's a win-win for me. I get to do what I love and I get to do some positive stuff. So. Yeah, and I get blessed to have this conversation. I mean, we wouldn't have met if it wasn't for podcasting. And, mm -hmm. you know, some things you've just said, I'm going to really be ruminating on. I'm going to, you know, do something that's going to just take that direction. You know, you get that one degree shift from a conversation and can just change things over time. It all, all it takes is one good conversation to spark many more <laughs> it so really true. is so true and i don't even know where i get these stuff so, so, so <laughs> it just i just love i just love being able to 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 share whatever i learn or 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 whatever my my guest is willing to share to me like being able to share knowledge is is it feel it's fulfilling that's yeah, and I mean, these days we've we've got these opportunities to have a platform that have never existed in society ever before, and as as hard as it is to believe, podcasting, as I've been told, is still in its kind of nascent development stage. Mm -hmm. You know, which I find incredible because there are literally millions of podcasts. But see, but see, okay, so yes, there are millions of podcasts, right? But you will be amazed at how many podcasts are actually active. It's less than half a million. A pot that, are, and when I mean active, I mean have at least released one episode in the last thirty days. Yeah, right, right. So you, you, yeah, there's two point five million podcasts, but how many are truly active? And it's, it's not even half of them. And it's one of those things, isn't it? Like I wasn't really online in the right kind of way when Instagram had its massive growth and people could grow their accounts to hundreds of thousands overnight without apparently hardly any effort. And then TikTok's going through something of, the, of its evolution at the moment. But, you know, I'm not really in that. <laughs> like I'm not the right cohort to, to really be making the most of it, although many will tell you differently. So that's just a mindset problem. But here on podcasting, it's like anyone can can just get going and start to build a podcast that's going to rank to quite a good standard, top 10%, top 5%, just by consistently showing up, growing your audience like you're doing, putting it on video. Are you putting it on YouTube? Is that what you do? It, it, it goes live on my Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, LinkedIn. Um, yeah, it's going to eight destinations. Yeah, right. And I hear what Tony's saying. Tony's saying that he gets stuck on tech and he's yeah. not tech friendly. And that's why, I mean, I don't know if you heard it earlier, Tony. That's why I just sometimes for my podcast, I just talk straight into my phone. I'm like, I refuse to let any barriers crop up for it. And I'm not tech challenged. I'm well able to deal with the tech, but sometimes I can't be bothered. It's so time consuming. And I'm just like, you know what? I just need to find the simplest, easiest way of making something happen. And fortunately, we've got a full-on broadcast machine in our hands. Yeah. We can go live. We can, you know, we can transmit on YouTube. We could be on Facebook talking to anybody we like within a matter of seconds just by pressing a button. So really, we have no excuse for not getting our message out there. Uh, absolutely not. No, no, none whatsoever. Uh, Tony, if you need some help, just uh, reach out to me. And um, if I can help you, I'm more than willing to help. So definitely reach out and uh, let me know. Because I, I, as far as the tech stuff, I love the tech stuff. 
I, I do my research. I watch all all these different channels, and I learn because I I just want. To me, when I first started, I I spent uh, I bought me a hundred and sixty dollar Behringer studio, and that's what I started with, and it did it did the work. It was it was great work. And then, but when I was started becoming much more serious and become more consistent, I was like, mm, I need to upgrade. I need to invest in myself. I got me a quality mic. I got me the Rodecaster Pro. I got me a, a Canon camera, um, some other equipment that I use. And I'm like, okay. The reason I did it was because I wanted, I, I felt that people were spending some, giving me some precious time. And that's something they, will, they won't get back. So I want to make sure the, the content that I give them is some of the best quality content I can give them. Yeah, and I think it's it's a lot about how you feel about you, I think. And it's like sometimes upgrading gives us that more professional feeling and then we perform better. And it's just like keeping that rolling. And, you know, if you feel great doing it in a relaxed way, then do it in a relaxed way. If you want to upgrade, I'm in that process. I keep flip-flopping between the two. I'm like, obviously, I've got myself this... Uh, I don't know what is it it's a blue yeti right yeah um and I you know, but it's got a den can you see it's been dropped <laughs> <No>. <laughs> you know what can I do my husband dropped my mic you know he's got hundreds of pounds worth of mics that I'm not allowed to touch and he drops my mic but you know it's apparently the sound quality is still okay what can you do oh, I do no, need to, would... but I do need to replace it I do <laughs> <laughs> but, but you just it's it's about just getting on with it, having some fun. And I think for you, Wise, probably getting that equipment upgrade is a lot of fun because you love the the like the shiny. It's it's a it's a yes. It's a yeah, I don't us, know. Us, I'm looking at the chair you're us, sitting in. Does that mean you're a gamer? And you know, it's like wanting all the stuff. <laughs> yes, I was a gamer, but I started <laughs> when when I started podcasting. It was like, uh, which one do I love? And <laughs> podcasting kind of went over and. Because to me, it was like, I'm doing something productive. I'm I'm actually creating content for purpose. For purpose. And and pot, when I was gaming, it was just me and some of my friends online. I wasn't really, I wasn't streaming. I wasn't into any of that. It, but with podcasting, it was like, this is me. This is how I, I, I love it. I, and, and I don't come from a, a media background. Yeah, well, you're you're showing the way, wise. You're lighting the way for others to just just start, just do it. And um, you know, I I started. I named my podcast something entirely different at the beginning. I went through different ways of doing it. And I was doing solo episodes, and I was doing interviews, and I did solo episodes, and I did it twice a week. Then I did five minute episodes, and I did an hour long episode. It was just like it it became really joyful to play and have fun with it, and. I think last time I checked, I was in a top 3% category. And like how that happened, I have no <laughs> idea. It's like, uh, that's just amazing. It's beautiful. And yeah. at first I felt intimidated by it. I was like, oh, if that, if, if now I'm in that, that, you know, I don't know, like exclusive group, <laughs> shouldn't I be less scrappy? Shouldn't I be up-leveled? Shouldn't I be more prepared? And then I asked myself nope. the question I'd asked myself the whole time, are you going to be able to continue to consistently put out your content if you need to be all the things you've just said? I said, no way. I will have, I will stop. I might keep it up for a short amount of time, but if I'm going to put that pressure, then it's no longer going to exist. So it's like, right, well, then the answer is very clear. No, you just carry on with what you're doing. And sometimes you'll put out an episode that's irritating to you because the sound quality wasn't good enough. And you're going to be like really irritated by it. And you're going to solve that problem by not listening to it. <laughs> it's like <laughs> job done. It's like, and others, others thankfully don't complain. Others say the opposite. They, they appreciate your content. So you just have to just keep rolling forward with the message. And it was the same. Like, I don't know. You'll, I'd love to know this from you wise, but even though I am a specifically a brand messaging coach and I help people dial in their brand messaging, I tend to work with coaches and experts who are of the more spiritual 
bent. Yeah. You know, they're, they're, we, we have conversations about the universe. That is going to happen, you know? Oh, yeah. no, I, <laughs> believe me, I believe in spirit. I believe in the universe. And, and, and to me, that that's one thing I feel that I'm, I'm, I have a range of where I can go. I can talk sports. I can talk the universe. I can talk spirit. I can talk energy. And so I can range, so I can go be a guest on other people's podcasts and get to share another part of me. So for me, and um, Tony said, congratulations on being part of the oh. top 3%. Hey, thanks, Tony. And Appreciate um, that. Tony, yeah, I'm serious. I'm willing, more, more than willing to help, brother. I'm really more willing to help. But, and that's what it is. I end up, like, I love the fact that there's a bartering system. So if I know something that, that someone else don't know and they can help me with something else with, with an issue I'm having, that's great. It's like, okay, I'm more than willing to share what I know if you want to help me with my issue. Yeah. That, that's I'm like, oh man, that's that's just I love that. Thank you. I appreciate that, Tony. I I, I really do appreciate it, brother. Oh, that's so nice. So nice. And then what I was finding on my podcast, I was ending up recording so many episodes about my experience with spirit law of attraction and I was coming at it from my unique take which yeah. is overthinker you know type a driven corporate sort of driven masculine energy thing and coming into the law of attraction it's like okay I get it because I've read 28 books on the subject this year but it's darn hard to actually do it and I was like, so I started sharing about that kind of stuff and being showing where I was getting breakthroughs and which part of the universal laws were helping someone like me, which is different to somebody who's got a completely different way of being, you know? It's funny because like you, I I, would, I was reading the books, doing, doing all this stuff, but I found myself not applying it to myself like i was able to share it with someone else and, and be able to speak it to someone else if i felt that they needed to hear it but i wasn't applying it to myself i wasn't using it to my advantage i wasn't i wasn't like really literally using it on myself and it wasn't until i started doing like hey maybe i should Follow my own advice. A hundred percent. I'd like, I got to the point, I don't know if you ever listened to Abraham Hicks' podcast. Yeah. Oh, yes, right? I do. Yes. So I was listening. I, I told you about it. I was going through this burnout. Well, I felt awful. Two, three months just trying to recover, listening, 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 listening. I'm at the point now when somebody asks a question, I'm like, I know the answer, right? There is nothing that Esther Hicks is going to say right now channeling abraham that i'm not going to know what she's going to say yeah, and i'm like right, this is crazy means. i'm like yeah. i know the story she's going to tell i'm like anticipating it all and then I suddenly stopped and i was like if you know so much why are you applying so little right yeah. there are yeah. no rewards for like knowing it the rewards well, are what, in living it you, yeah using it using it to your using it to your advantage like i'm i'm more than willing to share what I know, but why I'm still I in not? a bad why? mood, right? Well, yeah, why am I not using it? Why am I like, like it made no sense. It was like, no, oh, no, this has to change. That's it. Still, I got still, I still do get wrapped up in bad moods, get stuck in thought patterns that start thinking I can't. And, you know, I, I think that for me, a lot of finding the way through how to navigate the law of attraction has been in action rather than in inaction. I think I really struggled with the piece of all you need to do is empty your mind and meditate. And I was like, you know what? I, I, don't get me wrong. Meditation's great. But if that's all I got, I'm going to never be able to find my way through it because meditation itself is something that I'm going to be a lifelong learner of. It isn't something that someone taught me and now I can just do it. It's something I practice, you know, you practice yeah. meditation. So for me to actually get the law of attraction in motion, I have to get in motion. And I find that I have to choose aligned actions, like having conversations where vibrations rise and be spending more time doing that than I do getting stuck in things that are bringing me down that are not lighting my fire, you know? Yeah. And, and this is, and 
to be able to hear this, right? To, and this is why. Like, I love when people leave these comments. Tony's been, he's like, thank you so much. And he says, you, he, he, he sees that you're so spiritual. And, and wow. it's being able to affect people and, and have them feel the energy that we're providing through through this conversation. And being real, right? Like, yeah, I really absolutely. thank you, Tony. I'm so blessed for you to, to describe me as spiritual. We're all spiritual. And I really yeah. means a lot to me. But what I what I really value is people who show up and say, you know what, I do find it hard. I used to find it hard. I'm better now, but sometimes I still find it hard rather than on Instagram or, you know, something. Fake it. fake it. No. Oh my God. How can, how can they have it all like that? You just think really. And when you believe that really their lives are that good, it makes you feel worse. And I'm realizing now, and the work that I do helps me realize this all the time is actually the world needs coaches, experts, inspirations, who are only a few steps ahead and who show themselves in their imperfections and are authentic and say, hey, I'm going to teach you something that really helps me. And sometimes I have to use it on myself because life isn't something that I've solved and now I'm perfect. It's like something I've learned a lot about and I'm going to help you move through that motion too. But I'm I'm still learning and I'm going to show up with my rawness and sometimes... I'm not going to feel great and I'll tell you and, and talk about things I'm finding hard. But that, but see, that's normal. We're humans. We're like there's times you're going to, something's going to happen and you're going to get pissed off. And <laughs> if you, if, if we weren't like, you can't, you can't be perfect all the time. Like there's going to be days someone's going to piss you off. Someone you're going to wake up in a bad mood. Something something's irritating you, bothering you, whatever. It's, it's fine. The point is you can't stay in that funk. It's yeah. it's it's all right. Yeah, was, whatever for that little time, be upset. But then eventually, like you know what? Why am I really truly upset? Mm. Like, is it really doing me any good to be upset at this moment? And yeah. and catch yourself. Yeah, and something that really helped me, you know, when things aren't going right and life isn't quite, you know, the the relationship isn't exactly perfect, or the job isn't going right, or the business isn't growing as fast as you want it to, or the kids aren't doing what you tell them to do, you know, all the stuff that we all get into in daily life, yeah. is that I mean, Abraham Hicks talks about contrast and the fact that actually we have to have contrast in order to identify what we really desire. And therefore, it's in our vortex, and therefore, we can step towards it. And contrast is just a, a nice neutral word for stuff we don't like, right? When when shit happens, and it's like, oh, no, I can't cope that this really bad thing's going on. That's an opportunity for us to say, ah, now I've, got an, I, I've identified that this is what I don't want. And finally, I have more clarity about what I do want and the motivation to start the ball rolling in a totally different direction. The business isn't going well and you're moping around. You know, it's just not growing fast enough. I'm not making the money. It's something that coaches oftentimes worry about. You get stuck in that vibration rather than saying, "Okay, well, this is a sign that I'm supposed to make more of my business. I'm supposed to impact more. I'm supposed to make more income. I will take this contrast as an opportunity to invite signs and signals of people like conversations I should have directions I should go in because I'm ready the contrast is showing me I'm ready yeah. to move out of this zone and into what I really want so that's something that's that's helped me start to start to unlock the law of attraction in in sort of a more a more flowy way <laughs> <laughs> but um oh man this has been great um I really, I loved having you on as a guest. But now is the time where you get to plug away and let everybody know where they can find you. So it's going to the solo screen. So here you go. Oh, okay, cool. So um, come and DM me and connect on Instagram. I'm on at IamJoe.Ingram. Or you can tune into my podcast, which is called Goals with Soul, which is on all the usual platforms. As I mentioned earlier, I am a brand messaging specialist. So if you are a coach or an expert or a consultant in the online business space and want to sharpen up your brand messaging, just send me a note on Instagram and uh, let's have a chat. And that's me. All right. Don't leave just yet. Hold on one second. I just got to do my shout outs and then um, me and you chat a little bit backstage. Awesome. All right. So 
All right, so now it is time for shout outs. Big shout out to my man Tony for coming through, man. Appreciate you showing the love. Big shout out to a Latina for showing for coming by and showing some love. D Hawk TV, appreciate you, brother, man. Thank you so much. And as always, big shout out to Poppy J, Brandy J, my real wise team. Big shout out to the boss lady Fina, appreciate you, baby. Big shout out to our guest Joe Ingram for coming through and sharing some, some, some great energy, man. It was great. I loved it. And as always, a big, big shout out to all the essential workers out there. God bless y'all. Be safe. You know, your boy Wise does it. Peace out.